right, welcome back to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, it's Friday, guys. It's Friday before uh, holiday weekend, and I should I should tell everybody right now that enjoy your uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, Absolutely. we will. There's no show. No, no show Monday. Yeah, yeah no show Monday. I feel like we need to talk about, or I, I, I know we're on a schedule here, but I, I feel like we need to talk about what G just said during <laughs> now the break. Now listen, there, careful, because you know? if you do, it's going to turn into a 10, 15 well, what are we talking about here? I don't hey, Bull, let's save yeah. that for okay. a topic. Yeah. Yeah. We go. We're going to have some NBA people on next week, and that's a topic go. in itself. Okay. Right, and fine. we have too much to get to before DeQuell that if we start that, right. we will I will never just lay the issue out there, and then no comment. Lay it down here. Lay it down. G. Bush in the commercial break said, I might have to think about my all-time great NBA list. I think I might have if to move. If Steph Curry wins a championship. If Steph no, Curry wins a championship, I might have to move Steph Curry up that list. And he threw a name out that he would take off that list. And we all went nuts. And replace him with Steph. And we <laughs> almost crazy. physically accosted him. <laughs> and Bull said, if you say. <laughs> I, said, I said, if you say he's better than Bird or Magic, we're going to fight. <laughs> and that fight won't turn out well for me, but we'd have to do and, it anyway. And, I love and, it. Brad, <laughs> and Brad Sellers gave G the gas face. Oh, yeah, I know you did. Like, he what did. are you talking about here? He tried to take my basketball car. He said, nah, you exposing yourself, <laughs> yeah. bro. So you, here's the thing you have a three day weekend to, yes, to do think that. You better right prepare. Do it. some homework. Yeah. We will do this next week. We have yeah. Serena Winters on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. So she'd be a great person, the Cavs sideline reporter. It'd be a topic for her. She's young also. So I she's wonder... probably never seen the player that he's going to drop off his list play yeah. in, in like she's I don't know how old she's young she's, she's very young, young. She, she's, yeah. she certainly hasn't seen yeah, this yeah. player play yeah. but I'm sure she knows of his reputation yes. and of his yeah. legacy all right um, now we're going to talk about and, and I, I want to point this out rankings I think are stupid whenever you rank teams or players I think they're stupid because how do you possibly say that Steph is better than the person that you're going to knock off this list, particularly if they don't play against each other and they never have? This argument, though, is fascinating to me because pro football focus with their rankings, and I love looking at them because they make great fodder. Yeah. They actually have OBJ ranked higher than Amari Cooper in their, in their wide receiver rankings. And I don't know exactly. I was fired up about this, Jay. I don't. Okay, then go. Because, because I, I, what, what blew me. Listen, I love pro football focus. Yeah, right? I do a, lot too. Of, a lot of old school football fans are like, what do they know? Those are a bunch of nerds. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Now, he's only one spot ahead. I get it. it and, and this is not because Amari Cooper's on the Browns now. And honestly, I think they're both disappointments the last few years. They have been. They both, talent wise, they both should be higher on that list. Odell can't stay on the field, uh, but I would take Amari Cooper over Odell Beckham any day of the week. Now, again, when Odell was in his best, and even last year with the Rams, he was not, like, everybody got crazy, and I know, G, you liked the way he played with the Rams, and I did too, but he still wasn't the guy we saw with the Giants the first couple of years. Well, he also had the best receiver in football on the other side. Fast. Well, I... I Statistically, the best. I don't think he's the best receiver in football. I, I think he's the best receiver in football. I okay. think he's the best. In football I, I don't too. agree, but, but okay. I think statistically he's the best. But he's top five. Whatever. He's Definitely one top of the five. Best. One of the best. But uh, Amari, right now, I think Amari Cooper at this point in his career is is more skilled than Odell, and I think they're both highly skilled. But I think I think Amari's more highly skilled, and I just trust Amari Cooper, even though I've been disappointed by him because I think he should be better. I trust him more. He's more. He's more often on the field. He's had some injury problems, but not like Odell, who's consistently. He been can injured. do more, I think. And he could do more on the field. He's a more reliable target, and I don't have to worry about all the talking off the field. I, I you know, I, I bang the table for weeks to uh, on my radio show because I wanted Odell here, and although I have completely blamed Baker for a lot of the ills 
It is absurd to give Odell a complete pass for his time in Cleveland. He didn't play well enough. He didn't really want to be here. And while there's reasons for those things to some degree, he can't get a pass for his so, time here. So, he wasn't good so enough. So why would I want to be here if they're not throwing me the ball, right? Hold on, hold on. Let me that's just not true. Me. That's, that's misleading. No, it is very true. No. It is very true. Yeah. I like your eyes. Your eyes are detestable. Yeah. The, the misuse of Odell Beckham here in this town, boy, was was was, was criminal. It misuse was, by Baker not throwing the ball care. or the offense Baker, not. Baker, the offense, the okay. whole nine. The one thing, Mark Cooper, I like Mark Cooper. Solid, right? Solid guy, does a bunch of things. The one thing Mark Cooper is not, he is not a game changer. Beckham uh, is a game God, changer. He used to be. Beckham, here. He hasn't been recently, uh, boy. Mikey, bring those stats back up. I'm going to show you something. Bring those stats back up. We got it. Give us one sec, Brad. All right. When you go back to these stats, just 2021 stats. Yeah. So Cooper <laughs> has 68 receptions. Beckham has 44. Hell, Beckham didn't get the ball thrown to him half the season. He, 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 half hey, the season. Is that he, just he, his Brown stats? These numbers. That, that, that's, that's all overall. That's over, no, that's everything. That's, that's overall. That's everything. So he had most of them stats in, in LA. LA with no <laughs> training camp. With no offseason, don't know Matt Stafford for nobody. With a terrific quarterback. And, guys, and, and, guys. and he came he out here. He missed some time last year because of the getting cut. What did he miss? Two games? Did he play 15? I think it was 14. I'll double sure, check. You, you, total you, even make, here, you even making my case for me. No, he I know we have games. Guys, guys, here's the reality, okay? <laughs> the reality, the reality the is that Odell Beckham's targets were not significantly less than they were in, in, with the Giants. His targets, all right? Now, here's the problem. Some, some, the reason he doesn't have as many catches, A, is because Baker's not as good a quarterback as Dak Prescott. But B, Odell had too many drops. Hold on, way whoa, too whoa, many whoa, drops. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, Gee, go, you bo, can't give go Odell a pass. Back, you go, can't give go, him back a pass. And, go back and watch. On, you go look at the pro football. You look at references. Yeah. He has two drops. Two. People think, see, when Wait, you say all last stuff, year he had two drops? Two drops. I don't know who's counting, but that's wrong. Hey, 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 that's the thing. Perception is reality. Yeah. The perception is Odell. I saw don't him drop more than two balls hey, with well, the Browns listen, last year. Yeah. Hey, well, here's the thing. That's what, go look at the stats. I can't make it up. Michael, I'm not a scorekeeper. Can we get his G, drops? G, here's the According to Pro Football Focus, yeah. he played 13 games between two teams. Yes. Yeah. According to Pro Football Focus, two drops last yeah, year. Yeah, I just – the election was stolen too. I'm playing with somebody. I challenge that stat. Gee, come on. You can't what? give Odell a pass for his time here. What do you mean? You can't give him a complete pass. Let me, let me, he, did let, he play well enough? He, he probably didn't play as well. Uh, that's it. Back. That's all I'm but saying. Let me, but, let me, but let me give you of this. Of course, Baker factored in, but, but he didn't play but well you can't, enough here. I can't find one. I can't find no interviews online. Odell Beckham ain't had no interviews with nobody. If he you look, though, you'll find a tape that his dad put out that yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah. damning. It was facts. Everything <laughs> in the was tape facts. was facts. I just it didn't help his cause here. But though. here's the, right great, here's the no, thing about it. Suck this ship. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I tell people, and this is what made it look crazy, and I don't know whoever in the media came up with this. Y'all are great for this. Okay. You know, Odell, you know, sometimes Baker just sees Odell as such a big star. 
that he he feels the need. That's ridiculous. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my let me get my money off. Don't ignore those people. He feels the need to throw them. He's overlooking at him, and so that causes Baker to get confused and scared. (laughs) He's a grown man. If you can't tell a receiver, listen, I'm the quarterback. I need you to get in line. Yeah, I'll throw you the ball when you get the ball, Uh and that's how we rolling. But the the, banker can do that. The bottom line, but that stuff is nonsense. People that say that are idiots. I'm ignoring those people. Listen, you know that I don't believe in Baker. You know that, right? Okay. Okay. Baker takes some of the blame. Stefanski takes some of the blame for Odell. Odell, But when you don't play well enough, you don't get a pass. That's 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 all I'm saying. I'm not giving anybody anybody a pass. You look look at those stats that just put up, right? Yeah. You can't tell me. Right, he is a game changer. They're two different breeds, right? They're just two different type of players. Yeah, he's not a game changer. I think he is a game changer anymore. If you if you if you were watching the if you were watching the LA Rams, you watched the first half of that Super Bowl. He wasn't a game changer for the LA Rams. Oh yes, he played great in that first half, but his whole time with the Rams, he was not a game changer. Here, because it was a it was like a crescendo. Every week it got better. Yep. Every week it got better. I watched every him week. play every, every week. week. It got better. Cooper Cup was still the number one receiver <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the team. But I'm saying, the only time I thought he was a game changer was the first half of the I'm season. I'm not denying. That's it. I'm not denying. That was right. Every week, so, Jay, he got better. Couple of things. Do not deny that. Right now, <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. is a complimentary receiver. Right now, he's hurt. Yeah. There's no question. So uh, the question of if the question he's was not an elite player, who do you want moving forward? That one. That for me is easy. That for me is easy. But what I will say is. Right now, fact, G. Bush, OBJ is a complimentary receiver. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Amari Cooper is the gem in the in the crown Here? with the Browns. Here with the Browns what, what, right so now. So my my response to you is this, right? Because he has been moved several times here, and everybody that three. he's played for has said the same thing. Wait, good player. Wait, but Odell's played for not, three. Not, no, no, no. Good I'm player. I'm talking about Cooper. No, Cooper. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Amari Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Every player's, every team that he's, he's been not elite. He's only no, been a top one. I don't think he's elite. So he's not elite. Let's but not make him elite. Neither is Odell. No, there's Odell. He's not elite. Asking, you can take you, one guy yeah. right now. Who are you taking? If they were help, both healthy? No. The way that wait in in the well, real I'm world, a, right I'm gonna take Cooper now because he's coming up with ACL. That's why. That's why I and had he's a two bigger. Years pro- younger. The reason I had the problem. Odell's with always it, got an injury. The reason I had a problem with the rankings is yeah. we th- they do live too much in a fantasy world. I will I will say that I think PFF is great. I love the rankings. They're fun to look at. But if if you ask 32 head coaches right now, do you want Cooper or do you want OBJ? I think the vast majority are going to say, give me Cooper. Take the healthy guy. And and so that's that's my thing. I think OBJ can still be a terrific player in this league. However, I I don't think he'll ever be the player he wants to I just got to say, I'm so frustrated. I feel like in this town, it's become, it's Baker's fault or it's Odell's fault. When the reality is, obviously, they're both to blame. That's usually the case, Bull. That's usually the case. This is what I used to say when the Browns had one garbage quarterback after the next before Baker and his mediocrity. And when DeQuell Jackson played here and all these other guys played here and the Browns had one crappy, useless quarterback after the next. And the fans would uh, fans would call my show and say, well, how do I know if Colt McCoy's any good or Deshaun Kaiser's any good or this guy or that guy? Because the wide receivers stink. And the, the bottom line is the great player will perform great 
no matter who's around He'll him. Raise now, the he level won't be of as ships. great. He won't be as Odell Beckham playing as a receiver. What are you talking about? A receiver can't throw himself the ball. Josh Gordon had 1,700 yards with Brian Hoyer. Are you serious? The great player will perform great even when the situation not. No, it's not. Because I, no, I think what Bull was trying to say was the great quarterbacks can throw receivers open and can make bad receivers better Michael than they are. Michael Jordan this was, was great no matter who he was playing with. McNuggets, where, where, where's right? Dequell at? When yeah, we get Dequell in here, Dequell's on the line. If get, get him on here. Get, him, get, get Dequell, Dequell in here. I want to ask Josh Jordan yeah, you know, at 1,700 yards with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Where Dequell at? Hey, you know what? Dequell's laughing. It looks like he's ready. Steve, can we pull Dequell up? Yeah, get that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's, go. Yeah, let's, go. let's get Dequell nice on here. Nice hat. Nice hat. Love I it. Love it. Love it. I thought you had on Ohio State hat on for a there second. There you go. I so I, I got to get – so, so Dequell, <laughs> we going right to it. You don't even get no breaks. We right off into this thing. Now, <laughs> did you have an issue with, with Odell Beckham and the tape his father put out? We'll start with that. No, no. It was the truth. I mean, obviously, as a player – you don't want your family meddling in your your in professional your business, life. Right. But listen, it, it was. The, could anyone argue? I mean, listen, Baker needed to play better. He was a, a box office talent in OBJ. He only can be so effective if the offense isn't catered to him and the quarterback isn't getting him the football. So those were two areas that I heard you guys talk, and I, I agree with a lot of things that you guys said about the whole situation. Who but no one brought up the fact that What's that? Who are you picking? As a player? Yep, right now? Have, because, yep. I mean, different scenario. Right now, because of health, you got to go with Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. but, but it's always because of health, Brad. though, Dell. Right, but I agree with Brad. Brad, the difference, when you have two guys who are playing the same position, and you have one guy that's box office, that's a difference maker, that's a game changer, I'm going to pick him nine times out of ten. That's my Maryland you know, man right there. Not this minute, <laughs> not this right minute talk, Amari Cooper's talk. talent. <laughs> <laughs> not this Amari Cooper's talent, but he is. It's something to be said about a game changer. Yeah. You know, you you can't defend it. You Didn't can't. Amari for used it. to be that guy. No, he wasn't that back. here. Dequell, he wasn't that here, and you could blame Baker for some of it, but you can't give the wide receiver a complete pass. He didn't play well enough here. No, no, no. I don't give him a complete yeah, pass. He, he had a lot, a lot of drops, a lot of drops. It was inconsistent, but I think more than more importantly, the offense didn't cater his skill set. I agree. It was a, it was uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. It was their show, and it was Baker Mayfield. Let's roll out. Let's get you get you outside of the pocket. Let's make throws that you need to make. And we don't want you to screw it up. You, you're not a difference maker for us. Obviously, we're going to lean on our offensive line, the running backs. But in terms of Odell, Odell needs to be in a five wide set. Similar, the success he had with uh, with uh, the Rams, that was, that catered his skill set. You need, you know, three, four receiver sets. Let him use his ability to get open. This old school, traditional two set running back formations with him. No, no, no. That's not his game. Hell, we don't, we don't use that. We have more tight ends on the field than wide receivers sometimes. Right. right so, I right. mean, and so I, Bull is saying, you know, I think maybe part of the blame, it, the blame needs to be shared. I think it's a three-way problem, and I don't know who's to blame necessarily. At, Stefanski's system did not fit what OBJ does. Yeah. Baker wasn't effective in getting him the ball enough. I think there's enough blame to go around for everyone, but it and wasn't a good way, fit. Odell got the exact same amount of targets in LA that he got per game in Cleveland. So it wasn't like they threw the ball to him anymore. Well, I think, I think, uh, you know, what they do in LA is just a dynamic offense, right? They yes. get playmakers is it, you have playmakers. You have a um, uh, Cooper Cooper cup over there. Who's the number one receiver. 
Uh, and when you have talent and you have a scheme that that mirrors each other, I think that's that's why you saw the success of that offense and Odell Beckham having an impact as early as he did, as opposed to his time here with the Browns. Again, it goes back to we can go back and forth and play that game, but I, I think yeah. when it boils down to it, Kevin Stefanski's offense didn't cater to Odell Beckham's it. skills. And I think Amari Cooper fits the bill because he is a talented receiver. He's uh, you know, he's coming off of a pretty down year. He didn't have a thousand yards receiving, but he's not you're not expecting him your expectations are tempered a bit with him. You don't think he's going to be that game changer, that difference maker for your team. You think he's going to be a solid, steady pro, uh, make great catches when you need him to. And and if he makes a game changing play, it's more of a surprise than an expectation. You know, Dequell, I when, when I you know I ain't play at the level y'all play at, but when I was playing defense, I would I would look at people uh, offense and be like. Oh man, y'all coming out with three tight ends? Are oh, you letting us off the mm-hmm. hook? Why? Mm-hmm. You, well, I'll take all these fullbacks in here. Push come to shove. What are you running, Abu? Push come to shove. You gonna right. run a setup screen? But when you coming right. out in two, three receivers, you got motion. I gotta worry about all this other stuff in front of me, and everything is open. My question to you is, why would you know? Stefanski loves certain personnel. Why is it? Do you think coaches? when they would have a receiver like Odell Beckham Jr. Instead of really featuring them, they stick to the tight end thing. Is is it because that's just their identity or is it just is it a, a lack of confidence in in what that person can do? I think it's a lot of coaches with my experience in the league. G they're, they're, they're stubborn. They're stubborn. They're what they're going to do things the way they're going to do things regardless of who I have at the tight end position, that's a difference maker. No matter who I have at the receiver position, that's a difference maker. They're going to run that scheme. And I got to give him credit as well, because I feel like we, we're, we're bashing Kevin Stefanski for a second. He he won games the best way he saw fit for this team, mm-hmm. and that was to run the ball, to run run to set up the pass, because we had a guy on the center that he he – He's a he's a solid guy, but he's not a difference maker. So we need to lean on the guys that are difference makers. Nick Chubb, and you know it boils down to you. This is a great problem to have that he couldn't figure out with uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Ninjoku, you know uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb. This is a great problem most coaches want, but he couldn't figure it out because it's only one football. And unfortunately, things things will work out now that you have Deshaun. Now if Deshaun Watson was here a year ago with Odell Beckham. I don't think he leaves. I think this is a different conversation if oh, you I have agree. Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jaquel, we're, we're looking at some video. Uh, it, it, I, I think we may have moved on from it, but we were a second ago looking at video from yesterday. This, this yeah, again, is from Sean. yesterday's OTA, and, and I don't know if you've had a chance to look at much of it, but the one thing that really jumps out to me Obviously, the ball just comes out of his hand different. Mm-hmm. Quick decisions, snappy throws, but also this is a luxury to have after watching Baker. He's able to throw the ball down to his receivers. What, what does that mean? What is it? He's just a massive He's got guy. huge thighs. <laughs> what does that mean, well, that, he, that he's able to throw the ball down to receivers? Uh, tight over there. You know, it, it, it's going to give the receiver core and that team just confidence that he can, you can run your routes to the top of your route. He can get you the ball anywhere on the field. It's going to trickle over to the defense because the defense right now has to defend it. And every day he makes a good throw or does a good catch or there's a big play. He's gaining more trust from his teammates, his coaches, 
And you, you know, the guy's playing for his legacy right now, his livelihood. Sure. You know, so he's going to – you're getting his best foot forward. So the fact that he can make those throws, and I'm sure in day one, guys in the receiving room, guys on that offense realize this guy is different. We love Baker. Yeah. We'll support Baker, but this guy is different, and he can help us win. No doubt. Dequell, hey, now I want to – I was screaming right before you came on about how Josh Gordon – had the year yeah. 2013 year. I think that was your last year here, right? Wasn't that your last year? Yeah, yeah, 2013. Yeah, so yep. like he had like almost 1,700. And now I was saying Brian Hoyer, but Brian Hoyer actually didn't play that much that year. He played a few games. But yeah. that was like Jason Campbell, uh, yeah. Brandon Whedon, right? Like, it was, you know, like Jason Campbell, quarterback. solid veteran quarterback, Brandon Whedon. I thought he was going to be good. I was an idiot. And Brian, <laughs> like, and Josh Gordon had 17, almost, I mean, I think he only played 14 games that year. What a freak Josh Gordon was. But, like, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I mean, like, I think when a guy's great, yeah, you, yes, obviously Odell would be better here with Deshaun Watson. I just don't think Odell – I don't think Odell's ever going to be that player that he was those first couple of years with the Giants because he can't stay healthy. No, no, I don't I don't think he will because yeah. he, he's blown his knee out twice. Two ACLs. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. only person I know to come back from two ACLs and be somewhat resem- um, somewhat resembled what they were before was Frank Gore. Uh, he yeah. and he's a yeah. different he's a he's different a different breed. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah. Uh, so you you talk about Josh Gordon. I remember being on some of those teams. Mm-hmm. Like the entire offense was funneled to him. That was it. So yeah. he got a lot of targets, more so than most guys around the league. But you're right. He's a difference maker, a game changer, and he is a type of talent that can make anyone around him better. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to compare that to Od- Odell Beckham, when it, during his time in Cleveland. I don't think it just it just didn't click for him. It didn't click. His skill set and the scheme just didn't click. And for whatever reason, when you have a guy that that's that talented, I'm sure he's behind closed doors. Like, hey man, you got to give me the ball. That's why I'm here. That's why you went out and, and and brought me in. I bring a certain eyeballs to the game. I can. I'm a difference maker. I need the ball. And I don't think Baker, Kevin Stefanski. There's a lot of rumblings. That we don't know about that probably took place that had a so, lot so, to do with him moving so and not being there. I want you. To, I want you to speak to this because you, you just said something. The when mm-hmm. you're, you you've been around this league, you, tell 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 these guys what happens when the fit is not right. When you're a square peg in a round hole, and I don't care how much talent you got, how yeah, awful it just doesn't work. It's off. Yeah, it doesn't work out. You you don't your production is down. Uh, you don't you you're not able to reach your full potential. And I and it's great that you bring that up because in many years that I played under a system in, in Cleveland, mm. I never played behind the line of scrimmage. It was always a cover two style uh, defense. I was always dropping back. And then, and if you can ask anyone who ever played with me that was a running back, p- pass pro is a big deal in the National Football League and during training camp where the running backs are trying to block the linebacker and there's a dummy back there to simulate a quarterback. No one could ever block me. So anytime I did this drill, mm-hmm. I made sure I gave 110% so they it can change their mindset of, hey, we need to start blitzing this guy because no one can block him. It never changed the thing. And the minute I go to Indy, I have a I have a coordinator who, you know, same deal. He noticed no one could block me. Guess what? I had my best year. Yeah. I, I had like five sacks that year, uh, more than I ever did in my career. So it does. The Browns screwed it all up. Happens all the Shocking. time. Happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. Because you think, these, you think these coaches are sometimes are the smartest. They're not smart. Well, but Brad, <laughs> for Brad, the, the coaches in Indy were. Yeah, but like, see. I think go, a smart coach will look at the personnel. Everybody has a system. Right. 
Everybody has, right. now, I'm a 4-3 or whatever it is, 3-4. But if you have a player with an extraordinary skill set, like yours, mm-hmm. like Odell when he was here, I think it's incumbent upon the coaching staff, somebody on that staff needs to step up and say to Kevin, yo, coach, this guy's a Mercedes and we're using him like a Volkswagen. Right, right. Let's, so, let's yeah. make sure we get him the ball. And that didn't happen here. So, that so I remember a coordinator, I remember a coordinator that I had in Indy. He, Greg Minuski, he was actually um, here in, in Washington for a bit. But I remember him saying vividly during the team meeting, because we had Robert Mathis, who will be in the Hall of Fame, yes. a pass rusher. Yep. And he told the entire team, listen, this guy is not dropping in coverage. If he drops in coverage, I don't have a job. Clear as day. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so you have, Self-preservation. Right, you have to identify mm-hmm. someone with a, with a unique skill set and you yep. have to employ it. You know, I heard that reminds me of Greg Williams uh, just saying out loud, infamously, you know, uh, Miles Garrett can't do swim moves. I said, Greg Williams is an idiot. I said, how are you going to tell <laughs> Miles Garrett? He can't. That's like telling Jordan, oh, no fadeaways. What you mean? <laughs> I'm, no pump. Telling Kobe, no, no pump fakes and pivots. That's no, that's what he do. How would you handcuff one of the best players that's the number one overall well, picking as a freak? I, 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 I honestly believe, believe Greg that it happens a lot often. Yeah. It happens a lot often, and I've had a, many coaches from my own personal experience just try to. I played the game with a feel. And and just this football IQ, and I just I felt the game, and a lot of times I've had a lot of coaches. Well, why'd you do this or why'd you do that? Well, I made the play. Well, I knew what I was doing, but no, I want you to do it my way. And it wasn't until the back nine of my career I had to go to the head coach. I'm like, listen, this guy's trying to turn me into a robot. That's not why I was brought here. Mm-hmm. I want to play loose. I want to play free, but play within the system. And some guys are able to do it, but I was mature enough to go have a intelligent mature adult conversation with leadership and was like and we made it work so a lot of times players get caught up in systems where the only way you know how to deal with it is to blast it on social media or have your dad say something (laughs) as opposed (laughs) it's a bad (laughs) i want to get into so i want to kind of switch gears a little bit here and get to deshaun watson because we all know with the hbo special that came out this week there's so much talk about this my, my feeling from never being in a locker room uh, is that the majority of the players either don't care or even if they care about what may have happened, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. We're playing football. He's my teammate. That's it. Is, is that actually the case? You think? Well, when you're in the building, you try to keep the outside noise, the outside noise. And every culture, every you know for, uh, organization I've played for, that's been the common you know um, language. You know, whatever happens outside will happen outside. When we're in the building here, it's a it's a laser focus on getting our job done because we have a huge task. So guys are able to compartmentalize what's going on. But obviously, you want to know if he's a good guy or not. You sure. know, regardless of whether or not you can play the game, if you realize he's this, you know, this a-hole over here, it's like, you know what? Mm, I'm not going to really play for him. I'm not going to advocate for him. But he seems like a, a nice guy from, you know, when we – talk about pure football but you know to take guys on a trip the Bahamas that was a great gesture and and I'm sure he's trying to feel his way out but for the most part guys in the locker room as long as you can play then you can you can ignore a lot of different things on the outside yeah that is the reality of it Uh, we'll see if if Mm -hmm. it has any impact at all on 
the locker room and the chemistry and everything moving forward. Dequel, we're going to have a debate right now about uh, drafting a kicker in the fourth round. Mm. So the Browns had uh, their eyes on Cade York from LSU. They weren't sure if he was going to be around in the fifth round. So they just went ahead and took the kicker with the fourth round. It addresses a major need because, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, w- without Dawson in a Browns uniform, this team has struggled mightily, just like they had to find a quarterback to get that position right. Do you think that's too high to take a <laughs> kicker? I love that. I saw yeah. it. <laughs> that is great. Do you think it's too high to take a, a kicker, or did they do the right thing by knowing they had a need, knowing there was a player there that could fill that need, and not knowing if he was going to be there in the next round, so they just took him? Yeah, when I saw him make that pick, I thought it was a luxury pick. I, I do like the pick, and I'll tell you why. If it was the Indianapolis Colts making this pick, I would say that's an idiotic move because you play in the Dome eight games out of the year, and you don't have to really deal with really extreme conditions when in late November, late October, when you're trying to position yourself for a playoff uh, position. It does make sense here, and I do like the pick. I've been fortunate to play with some really, really great kickers, uh, Adam Vinatieri, Adam Vinatieri in Indianapolis, and you realize just how, you know, unique um, their ability is. And I think I like, I love the pick. I really do. When you look at um, the AFC North and you look at the weather conditions, you look at kicking in Pittsburgh, you need a guy that's above average. Again, fourth round, I think it's a bit high, but I do appreciate them actually pulling that trigger and, Listen, yeah. I think it's a luxury pick. They really have a lot of – it shows me they really have a lot of confidence in the roster they built to go out and draft a kicker yeah. in such and a high And that might round. be the missing link. Bull, you like it? Well, gee, go ahead. You jump well, in. Well, well, here, here, here's the thing. For me, we done all been broke before, right? You get one of them cars. You need, you get a, your little job. You, <laughs> you, you ain't got no transportation. you on the bus. You like, okay, well, listen, I need to go get me a car. You go over to one of the local car lots, and, and they say, well, you don't ask them – about that one over there. They tell you what you can afford, right? This is what the bank going to give you. And so <laughs> you you may look at it and say, well, that interest rate at 27 percent kind of high. <laughs> but uh, if you're going to give it to me and I can take it home, like, I got to get to work. See, when you need something yeah. and you got to have mm-hmm. something, you ain't got no time to be quibbling about right. the interest rate or mm-hmm. how much down. You need transportation. <laughs> this is going to get it done. I can be at work tomorrow. Thank you very good. Well, the Browns need a kicker. It may be a little pricey at fourth round, but we had it. We're going to pay it, and we good. I you're love that analogy. His analogies are so good. I see where he's going with the 27%. I, I love right? the analogy, <laughs> but here's what I'd say. Name me a kicker drafted higher than the fifth round that's ever been worth the draft pick. Well, and well, the car might not be worth wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. You don't, you don't <laughs> like your guy? He was, I'm saying dra- drafted higher than the fifth round. He was drafted in the fifth round. Well, I'm saying before the fifth round. If you look at all the guys that have been drafted in the last decade before the fifth round, they've all been disappointments. Where was Venetari drafted? Not not before the fifth round. I don't believe Although, he was That drafted. was a long time ago anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I, like, know, I mean, I, they drafted all – look at, look at – you know, they drafted all – like most yeah. of these kickers – Mike Nugent was drafted in the second round, which yeah. is absurd. He was an okay what about kicker. Janikowski was a first-round pick. Who yeah, was? Janikowski. Yeah, great kicker, but not worth a first-round pick. Let me tell you something. But, but here's Brad, the thing. Brad, At the end, if Gay is good, then fine, whatever. I think drafting him in the fourth round is an overcorrection to the Bengals getting McPherson last year. I think that's a little bit of a panic move. I'll give Barry, because I like Barry a lot, I'll give him some benefit of the doubt here that he thought he was going to go. So, okay, but you better get it right. And, by the way, 
You haven't solved the kicker issue until you, just because you draft. No, this always drives me crazy when people mm-hmm. draft it. It's like, well, we solved our problem. Now, we well, the guy you're yet. replacing him, the guy who's being replaced, you thought that guy solved the problem. Yeah. So until the guy plays good football in the NFL, whatever position, you didn't replace the guy. Brad, what do you think? And I, and I say this: as you, if you're building a championship Super Bowl team, if you think yeah. you have a Super Bowl team, you have to have all the pieces. Kicking was just off the chart. I mean, it was just, I mean, it was like one of the glaring weaknesses that we had. You have to fill the hole, right? Yeah. And so they saw a chance to get a person that could fill a void for them. I don't have any problem with them reaching up to get somebody in the fourth round, right? I don't. If that person can deliver what I need to be done, because you get down the stretch, Kicking is a major play out here. Listen, it's called it's a, football, and right. it's, it, it, it decides too many games, but that's the rule. Right. Can anybody it's, name, it's the, set up can anybody the, name set up. the kicker for the Super Bowl champion Rams? No matter. No, no I don't. But, no, no, no yeah, matter. Good job. <laughs> Matt, yeah. Fantasy kicker. Yeah, but, here, but here's like, Here's a fifth-round pick. So here's you, a fifth-round pick. You can, you can bring a million examples yeah. all you want. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is your Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year because you addressed your need at kicker, yep. and you got a great one. People will forget where that player was drafted in yeah. three years. They're not going to look back and say, oh, my God, he was a fourth-round. This look is at the these point kickers. that I want to make right here. I yeah. asked them to build this graphic for, for a reason. <laughs> Get my money off. And, and, and Duquo went to this, okay? You're in a division that has the best kicker ever to do it, perhaps, in Justin Tucker. You've got Chris Boswell with the Steelers, a top-flight kicker. Evan McPherson, guys, in one year, Evan McPherson broke postseason kicking playoff records. Yes. He was 14 of 14 in playoff games. That is a new record. And the 14 makes ties Adam Benatari for the most makes in a postseason. Bull, you know this as well as anyone because they're your team. Yeah. He won games for the Bengals that if he didn't make those kicks, they don't go to the Super Bowl. I'm glad. So, the reason I'm saying that this was a good pick, and we can history will tell us whether or not this was a good pick. But in the here and now, they had a glaring need for a kicker. And I think that the stats that jumped out most to me, first of all, I love the fact that he kicked at a school where there were high-pressure kicks. Yeah. He won a national championship. Yeah. He played in yeah. huge games. And he, he was trotted out there to make kicks that were make-or-break kicks. Yeah. In fact, he beat Florida and your guy, McPherson, with like a 52-yarder in yes. the fog. That was one of the great kicks I've seen in college football history. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't even see the uprights. The numbers that really jumped out at me about about Cade York and Dequell, this is, I think, what really changes the game. He was mm-hmm. 15 of 19 on kicks greater than 50 yards. Yeah. I just think it brings so many more scoring opportunities to a team when you've got a guy that you can throw out there yeah. and not hope that he makes it, but you've got numbers that can I, say, I, he yeah. should make this kick. I hear you. I will say in the end, I'm yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm not that angry about it. They better be right about it if you're going to use that high a pick on a kicker. Especially because they missed wrong. on Gonzalez. And the truth is, you showed that graphic. Siebert. Bring up the graphic of the four kickers again. Justin Tucker and Chris Boswell, both undrafted. Listen, both undrafted. I, I, I'm just I think saying, a, just because you need a kicker doesn't mean you need him in the fourth round. I know. Yeah, it, it's, so, it's so hard to find. so hard to find a kicker. Everyone, you know, it every is. training camp... Any training camp that I've ever been to, you've always had a slew of kickers to try out. And, you know, they they, they present to be uh, good one minute, and then they can't kick in the real yeah, when I the real you. bullets are flying. So yeah. the fact that you have a chance to go grab a, a kicker that most people don't really – it's hard – they're hard to find. 
They're really too, hard to find. It's a copycat you league. To, you have to pull the trigger. You're right, Jay, though. In and, the end, and, if he's good, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care. And I think it is a copycat league. Yeah. And, and last year, because the Bengals no doubt went that highly, I, yes. I think that probably did yes. force the Browns' hand a little bit. Yes. Because they're projecting, is anybody, where are the teams that need kickers? Right. Have they already addressed the other needs that they have in the draft, yes. in this draft? And if so, they made the calculated decision that he might yes. not be here in the fifth round. So they went ahead and they took him. I want Dequell. We can cap this debate with one question: Are kickers football mm-hmm. players? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, didn't, I didn't think you said that. I got, I got, I got, I got. I have a special love for my kickers. I have, <laughs> I have a framed jersey of Phil Dawson over here, and I have uh, uh, cleats from Adam Vinatieri when we, he became the all-time scoring champion. So, absolutely. Wow, yes, that's I, pretty I, cool. I what about punters? I got, I got a couple things for, for you. All right. How many times did the Browns come up empty on fourth down? Right, a lot, and yeah. I wish that sometimes we had just kicked the ball take the and, and take the points. Right? Oh they're, they're, my they're, God. I know, but listen, there was a reason they didn't. If they Here. felt the kicker was going to definitely make the kick, it, they would have taken exactly. the points. You had another option, but I, I'm gonna go to something else. G. Bush and I were talking about it early in the in, in the uh, pre pre meeting here. Yeah, you guys, well. What do you think about Stefanski putting that hoop out there on the field? Right? Yeah. Oh, ball. I love it. Oh, that I was love beautiful. it. That was I love it. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Because all football players think they could have played in the NBA <laughs> at some point. Even me, I'm one of those people. I thought I was a much better basketball player than a football player growing up. And I've had many, I've lost a lot of money. <laughs> Not even with a basketball hoop, but a trash can with my with my uh my tape from my right, shoes. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so absolutely, I love, I love I that. Thought, it breaks I it up. Was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, right. Yeah. Did you dunk the quell? Did you quickly. dunk the quell? Yeah, I can. I can't dunk anymore, but I just did. I'm done. Ask Brad Sellers. Dequell, ask Brad what happened when the Ohio State football players, some of the Ohio State football players, challenged the Ohio State basketball team to a pickup game. Go ahead and ask them. So, oh man, uh, Dequell, so please I, tell me. I got. I got to tell you. So we're in study table, right? And so the basketball players and the football players are, are arguing. So this is who was, with, uh, who was at Ohio State with me when I was when I was at Ohio State. Chris Carter, Keith Byers, oh. Pepper Johnson, Dad Jemison. Oh my God! Oh yeah, we had some players, right? And these were some. Oh big. So they were they were from great Ohio high schools. They were great Hooper high school teams, right? So we get okay. into the thing and they started talking about it, right? And I said, you know, I me, I started running my mouth. I said, well, come on, I'm the All Big Ten player. Shut up, let me talk to you like that. Meet me at the Jesse, Jesse Owens rec center across the way. We're going to put some money up on this thing. Oh, uh, so, yeah. okay, players, and then we put the Ohio State football players in the thing and it, it drew a crowd. I forgot to tell you that it was a crowd. You could have sold tickets. Oh, it, was, it, was wow. it was a crowd. Yeah, that's quail. What I did not know. See what happened was see what what happened was <laughs> <laughs> we got, the basketball players got popped. <laughs> popped. Wow. Popped. Are you serious? I, listen, I didn't know Chris Carter could hoop like that. I, I read it in a magazine, really? but I never saw it. And then really? Keith Myers oh, played my. for, you know, they, they won a state championship down in Dayton, right? And he and Pepper mm. Johnson bringing that wood to you every day, right? <laughs> and I was like this. Well, I was like this. Why y'all don't come over here and play with me in the wintertime? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dequell, your reaction was the same as ours. We, we were thunderstruck Stunned. when he said that the football team whipped their ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I appreciate That's probably the only story I've ever heard of football players beating basketball players yeah, on the court. I, mean, I had that same moment in, in college. We tried, you know, we the guys that thought they could play on the football team, 
we challenged the starting five at Maryland. We got ran out the gym. Let me tell you that. We got <laughs> it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Listen, I'm gonna say Chris Carter and Keith Byers will not let me live that down to today. Right? If I get oh, on, I would, if I get I on Twitter, they be like, yeah, I right. saw, I said Chris Carter came here and hosted the Cleveland Sports Award one day, and he was on the stage. He said, <laughs> I, I was talking to him before, and he said, Oh, my man's red is out there. Let me tell you this story. <laughs> <laughs> that story's never gonna die. Classic, passing it down classic. to my grandkids. Well, Dequel, when he comes That's back in, story. it'll be the second time a football player loses <clears throat> to a basketball player in his career. So I'm still taking the win in that. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you oh, think man. so? You think so? Oh, you better be. You better practice. You yeah. better practice. Mike, you're talking a lot of junk, man. Make sure with my offhand. Yo, oh, it's a lefty on lefty battle. Then let's do it. Yeah, McNuggets is a lefty. I should, I should let you know that. Uh, are we going to do top five? Boy, G Bush has something he's been dying to say. Well, well. Now I gotta rephrase it a little bit now. So by the way, you guys can get in and on comment section on this. This is a shop talk conversation. This is this is what guys talk about in the barbershop. And, and so this question, it goes to all the panel. I'll, I'll start off with you, Mr. Uh, Jackson. Okay. How much we all know that we when you in a committed relationship, uh -oh. you all know <laughs> when you, you get married, there's certain uh, there's certain restraints on you expectations. I'm gonna ask this, about. I'm gonna ask this question. Yeah, what, like, what is the uh, what is the amount of money you can spend without notifying your significant other spouse or wife? <laughs> oh, wow, that's a good one. Before she'd be wow, like, whoa, a... whoa, well, hey, we, we didn't we didn't talk about that. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't have that conversation. Nah, and this for everybody. We'll go down the line here. <laughs> all right. That's what I said. Ooh, that's Mr. Jackson that's first. Tough <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. Oh, you better man. not get that wrong. <laughs> well, right. uh, let's let's say this. We we keep an eye. We keep close eyes on all of our finances. So if I spend more than 500 bucks, oh, it's definitely better be in good reason. <laughs> Five, yeah, that, good reason. okay. <laughs> and I'm and I'm pushing it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, it <laughs> might actually be 350. It might be 350. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. Go ahead. There's a gray area yeah, in see, there. She said, I see a transaction here. What is this transaction? Bull, what's your number? I'd say it's probably around the same. I mean, the only time I'm spending, you know, Dequel Jackson's made a lot more money in his career than I have. So uh, the only time I'm spending $500 or more on something would be like we're buying a house or we're buying a car or maybe a TV. I'm make, you know, my wife's involved in any decision like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What else? I'm not, I don't spend a, you know, I mean, when, for this show, believe it or not, even though I'm not that nice a dresser, I spent about $1,000 on them. I think you look great. Well, no, thank you. Don't, 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 thank you. Yeah. I spent $1,000, but like, I, I would. I've told my wife, I'm, uh, and she's totally supportive. I'm sure. like, I got to go out and buy some clothes. I'm right. going to be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Wait now, before we go any further, yeah. yes. Mikey McNuggets is killing us go because ahead, Mike. this segment is sponsored. He didn't, he didn't get to do that. <laughs> oh, the yeah, read. read the no, story. this is a great question, and we're going to get some internet comments. But the quote: We are now a sponsored show. You're going to get two sponsored ad reads during your hit here. This question is brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer Airfoil. in Northeast Ohio. Airfoil. All locations of PCC Airfoils Airfoil. in Eastlake, Airfoil. Menor, Whitecliff, and Minerva are hiring Airfoil. for all positions starting at 18 an hour. Plus, Airfoil. get a full benefit package, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Awesome. Airfoil. Yes. PCC Airfoil. Mike, finally pronouncing the name correct of all the towns. Yes, he's after he's day three. On right. day three, he's got it right. Yeah. Now, we're going to get Mr. Brad. Oh, yeah, 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 let's right. talk to him. Well, let's you know, you don't oh, yeah, talk to me. Please, I need right, everyone right. to answer. Well, here, I'm going to give you this. Let me tell you something to Quill. 
Your boy over here is divorced. Well, when <laughs> you were married? Well, I don't remember when, when I was married. That was a long time ago. Okay, so let, me, let me ask you this. So I walk in now. I think I'm gonna drop this on this right now, right? <laughs> right. I, those, those external pressures I don't have. You know, I got another one. Brad's, Brad, so your number. I'm foggy, I'm foggy on the rest. Your number might be the biggest of all because Brad's the mayor. Right. How much? Mm. How much do, can you spend before you get city council's approval? Twenty-five thousand. There, 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 there I told you yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. a mic drop. Yeah. That's a mic drop. That's my number. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. so you, so you got the twenty-five. If, I, if I'm going to spend twenty-four nine nine nine, yeah, wifey doesn't have to know about it. Wow, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> bull, I'm you, bro. I'm you, bull, bull. Here's the thing. Yeah. In my relationship, I've been married to my bride for 35 years. Yeah. She's the love of my life. 35 years. 35 years. Wonderful, blissful years. The reason it's worked is because she is in this relationship every bit my equal on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Decisions about career. Where are we going to take this job? Are we going to move here? House we're going to buy. Cars we're going to drive. How we raised our kids. How we spend our money. I don't spend money. I, I I really do not spend money. Yeah. I will say something out loud. I love that pair of shoes. Or, you know, I'd really like to have this. And it's unbelievable. I'm married to the greatest woman in the world. Within two days, it shows up in my house from Amazon. Yeah. She, she's so attentive. Wow. She hears me say things. And she knows that I really don't buy things for myself. I don't. But all I have to do is mention out loud I want right. something. And it shows up. So I say that to say this. What's your limit? It is. Wait, what was I say that to say this. What's your limit? That was nice. That was nice. That was nice. That was a charity speech. So you answer this question. Jay, after you answer this question, I have a story for that because my wife did the same thing for me. Isn't that years ago? Always, always. No, no. Let me, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. So years ago, before I signed my five-year contract in Cleveland, I'd always talked about buying a Bentley. I want a white Bentley, white Bentley. I want this yeah. Bentley. I signed my contract, and guess what shows up at the house? Oh, white a white Bentley, oh, but a toy white Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the oversized, <laughs> but the toy white Bentley. Pick your white and I, was, Bentley. I gave a big love. I'm like, you know what? In my mind, I'm like, I'm going to marry you one day. <laughs> you know what? DeQuell, I think that's a great story, and here's why. She's the brains behind the operation. I want yes, I want to yes. I want to buy like I I want big things, but she talks mm. me out of it. She's like, do you really need yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And and it you sounds like your wife like is practically yeah. smart. Yeah, have somebody like that. And yes. you know, yes. did you need the white Bentley? No, you always wanted it. Well, no. now you have one. It's just not the no. one you wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. And I have it have it upstairs somewhere. <laughs> what about you, G? Well, listen. And your wife yeah. is newer. Your wife is newer to America, so does that factor in at all? Oh, so no, no, no. My wife is a, uh, uh, an accountant by trade. Oh, so she's yeah, on yeah. Top of but it. here's so you're the not thing. Anything. I, I, well, here's the thing. I can tell you. I can tell you that we wouldn't want to do the first marriage or the second one. Which I both. All right, the first <laughs> marriage. The first marriage. Listen, man. I I would come back to the spot. And she'd be like, "There's a, um, there's an unusual uh, ATM fee." Transaction. I said, I, th- she, I was like, "What you mean unusual? Somebody, somebody went to you know eBay and bought some stuff." She's like, "No, it's three dollars. It said you took it out of a foreign ATM." Three dollars? I said. I was like, "Listen, there, that led to the divorce." I, yeah. I said, "There is, uh, there's, there's a couple of things we're not gonna talk about. One is taxes because I gotta play them." Two being black because I'm always gonna stay black. I have no choice. I can't do the Michael Jackson. And three, 
and three. I'm not talking about four ATM charges. Like, yo, I'm like, I'm one of the people yeah, no. that just be swiping on accident. If I'm only buying food and it's gas, I'll go to the gas station and get gas and be like, well, I saw this. I saw that. I just got all I come back with a big bag of stuff. I said, but I ain't buying nothing crazy. My limit. My limit now is so shout out to my new wife. She's she's is she's it, a darling number in this. I do got a number in this <laughs> okay. long story short dollars that if I, if I have to sign or finance anything, yeah. that's a conversation. Like if it's if it's mm. payments involved, like yeah, we gonna send <laughs> yeah, okay, bills that's fair. every that's fair. month. That's fair. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you yeah. ain't no sign at all. Like, like if it costs you to finance it, if you ain't got it on deck, and as long as all the bills is paid, I, I don't really got a limit like that. So all right, okay. you see how it works. No, I, no, I so think that, that will is that, for, is that first or second? Sec, so oh, the, the, okay. the, first, first it was like fifty, and I said, oh no, okay. we can't have this. That's why she's <laughs> that's why she's the former wife. Fifty. Uh, Duquo, do you have a second to stay on and do the top five with us? Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mikey McNuggets, it's all it. yours. Right, what is beautiful. it today? So this was actually inspired by Roundstone, which ah. Anthony, great switch. Round. Roundstone, Stone. presenter of Round. the Ultimate Stone. Five. Round. Roundstone Stone. offers Round. a better Stone. alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money up to 20%. Wow. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. Hmm. So, I say this all with this caveat. All right. Okay. I think me and DeQuell are friends now. I think you He are. watched the whole show last mm-hmm. week. He texted us. Mm-hmm. He called me yeah. after the show. He wanted to know the inside joke we were going on, which we're not going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I yes. have a theory that I've always wanted to present to an NFL player. So, DeQuell, I need your opinion on this. Then oh, I'll tell boy. you my top five because they're related. I have a theory okay. that all defensive players play defense because they weren't necessarily – no. Skilled enough to play off. So DBs. <laughs> Why would he agree with that? Catch. You just killed your friendship with the club. <laughs> your no, friendship with the club. Am I wrong? Yeah, absolutely wrong. <laughs> Some of the best athletes are defensive backs mm. and linebackers. We can play. Listen, we're just not fast enough to be running backs, but we could take a hit. We could deliver a hit. And, you know, we can catch and do all those good things. So that is a absolute rumor. Not true. Dallas. These guys are just as. Um, athletic and all that good stuff. So no, they just have different wrong. skill sets, right? Yeah. It's different skill sets, not a better. Award. I wasn't saying they're not athletic. Yes, but you I just were. Think every DB wants <laughs> to be. Receiver no, you were saying that. That's what we heard. Here's yeah, what you, I you would definitely you know what <laughs> this is going to be personal when I beat you in this. Uh, <laughs> this uh, shooting I thought you were going to say beat. Well, here's what I heard. Well, what I heard was you played defense because you weren't good enough to play offense. That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, what kind of take is that? It was a See? question. It was something I always wanted oh, to man. ask. Now I have an It wasn't a question. It was but a theory. What defensive player? Yeah, right. <laughs> what defensive player would ever say, "Yeah, you're probably you're right. right." Yeah, I wanted to be a running back, Jay, but I wasn't good Jay, enough. Jay, what college is he going to again? I know. I, did you get a two-year degree or a four-year degree? That was a very easy. Tenders University. Yeah. University. Yeah. Mikey McNuggets is known as Tenders for the next five years on his show. All right, so young buck. With this in mind, then this list was the. The five coolest positions in sports. All right. All right. So oh, we're going to wow. start with number five. Come on. Goalies. Do you guys recognize that picture by any chance on the you? panel? Do you guys recognize that's that? Anthony. Yeah, that's that? Anthony. Yeah, that is young Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's associate producer uh, Anthony yeah. All right. as a goalie. That's is terrible. that a cool position? I was thinking more ho- uh, hockey goalie, to be honest. They have the that's swag. Terrible. The helmets are all decked out. No, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like that soccer goalie because that soccer goalie is uh, athletic. 
I mean, if you watch the big boys, yeah. oh, yeah, no. you athletic. At the no. highest level, they're I'm trying to sit. I'm trying to score. I ain't trying to sit here and we block need, all that. No, no, the list we need next week is top. A le- list we need next week is top five coolest athletes of all time. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Dequell, next okay. Friday, that's the list. Yep. You got that. Okay, I, I'm, the way okay. I answer the question of coolest, like I, like chicks dig the long ball. Right. So I'm gonna the the, I want to say like, if you're talking coolest, I'm thinking yeah. which position gets the most chicks. Yeah. Goalie isn't in goalie my top fifty. Have you seen Henrik Lundqvist's list of girlfriends? Yeah. Oh, that's a you, great. You, you may want. No, listen, yeah, no, that is back. a great yeah. point. Dude, but, but every I, athlete yeah, gets yeah, great yeah. girls. Yeah, I mean, but I've never. I I don't know that I, I've heard no, a lot of women not, say that's not I'm true. going after that goal. Yeah, that's true. That's like saying I'm going after that center. Wait a second. I want that center. I've seen a ball minor league baseball players who were never going to the majors get hot chicks because they're major league baseball players. But they're minor league players. Oh, I thought you said major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a chance. All right, so let's keep going. Go number four quarterbacks and that is How's that four because hold on, hold on. That number four? because there are some elite cool quarterbacks Joe Burrow Lamar wow. Jackson the list goes on and on but for every one of those there's a Daniel Jones and there's an Eli Manning and, and everybody still cool knows who they are oh. everybody right. in New York That's knows who Daniel Jones is even in the start I don't agree with this yeah. See, yeah. I'm with yeah. 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 we're going to take his card here yeah I know get real close to us taking a card yeah, we're about to This is horrible so far. And there's just there's <laughs> yeah. other positions that have a higher cool hit well, rate. Let's well, see what you got. Let's see All right, what number got. three, point guards. Okay, please. It's the one in basketball you want to be. Allen Iverson, Steph That's Curry. That's a good one. I don't got a part. I don't got a problem with that. I don't. That might. Be, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm good What's with cooler than a quarterback and a point guard. Right, well? exactly. What's cooler than a quarterback and a and a point guard? I I feel like those will be one and two. Yeah. I would. I agree with you. I need. To I just see think there are some quarterbacks that don't have the swag level to make it as cool as the first. No, he's saying. Well, saying, whatever he's position saying, you give us, whatever position you give us is number played, one. He, already, he said you already played your best hand, mm. right? So what else can beat them? Yeah, what do you I got like? a football position at number one. We're getting to that next. If, if this was spades, you, you ain't got no more trump cards. <laughs> right, you're, <hold> up. <laughs> you're down to four hearts. <laughs> What's number two? Uh, number two, shortstop. <laughs> yeah, the position everyone wants to play growing up. Yep. Well, I'm sure you yeah, best. Yeah. I, I'm play with shortstop. you on shortstop. I wouldn't put it ahead of point. I, I think right now I would add quarterbacks one, point guards two, shortstop three. That's Boom. What I would there do. it is. That's it. That's it. There it is. Agreed. I will, Agreed. Let's go to number one real Wait, quick. before you give number one, I want to. Oh, you're too late. I was going to ask DeQuell to guess where you were going to go. Wide receivers are cool. They have, first of all, that's I mean, a terrible that. picture, Anthony. Of all the pictures you could have picked, you have Justin Jefferson <laughs> dropping a ball. <laughs> Anthony doing me dirty from the cool. inside on that. Let's pull up the full list here, Steve. But there's no not cool receivers. They all have swag. They got the armbands, the extra wrist guard. I don't know. They just ooze swag. They get They're a lot cool. of there Any non cool wide Who's yeah, not cool that's yeah. a wide receiver? Daniel Jones. Oh, cool. A wide, wide receiver. receiver. <laughs> it makes a good argument. Wide receivers are pretty cool. I, I, I he's talking yeah, me into it. Adam is not really what you call yeah, cool. Come on, <laughs> he's not the epitome you can't of cool. Name the one white guy and make him not cool. Cooper Cup is super dope. Yeah, Dequell wanted to say Mick something. Jimenez, what's your criteria? What's your criteria on this? I'm gonna, before I answer that, we got a McTenders. He's yeah. combined two now. Yeah. We're gonna have to yeah. add that to the list. Did he say McTenders? Yeah. Yeah, he said McTenders. Yeah, right well, because I said right now. I said for the next five minutes, you're tennis because Stevie, the director, is calling you tennis. I'm good with wide receivers on the list. It shouldn't be one. Let's face it, the coolest player in the NFL right now is Joe Burrow. That's it. He's. Well, I didn't want to put Joe Burrow on this list in Cleveland. I feel like that would have turned into a very. And he's not the coolest, but well, don't you think Joe Burrow is the coolest player in the NFL right now? No. Is he the coolest player in the NFL? 
No, I gotta go with I gotta go with a receiver though. I gotta go with my buddy uh, from Buffalo, um, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Stephon oh, Diggs. Diggs. Yeah, Diggs got swag. Maryland man. He's nah. got major swag. Maryland, Maryland man. <laughs> Wait, so real quick, you guys just roasted me for that list, but you asked the quote, "What's the coolest dude in the NFL?" He said a receiver. So That's true. He McTender's did. back to McNuggets. Point me. It's not. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Like, quarterback. So, so my my theory with the quarterback, you can probably name all thirty-two quarterbacks. Can you name all, you know? receivers in the league you just can't do it those guys just come with fame and everyone wants to be a quarterback and all that good stuff so i I think quarterback definitely but receiver has more swag i think the coolest athlete of all time was probably joe namath i i just oh they ken griffey yeah i just thought joe because joe was so far before ken griffey ken griffey it's either ken to me it's either ken griffey or bo jackson Bo was, Bo was cool. I, I, Bo was both personality. Bo, Bo's personality Prime was time. different, though. I'll go say Dion. I'll go say Dion. Yeah, Dion's got to be. <laughs> Dion's the greatest. I don't want you to confuse yeah. coolness with swag, though. Right, right, right. Yeah, like I, I just yeah. thought Dion had both. Just, just close your eyes. You yeah. can still see this picture. Yeah. Joe sitting around in a fur coat and Man. and the black shades. He played against plumbers. Predicting and that the Jets were going to win the <laughs> well, Super Bowl. This, this well, here, is here. this is controversial, but I'm going to say this. Uh, Deshaun Watson is cool. You know why Deshaun Watson is cool? Is uh, you saw it the other day, Dequell? Mm. He's handing out rollies. <laughs> now, now, yes. now, now, yes. as a linebacker, what do you think about the asking price? I felt like that was that was big time. I'd have gave. Would you have gave the fifty-two up <laughs> for the for a rollie? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You can, <laughs> you can take it. You can take it. Give me the Rolex. <laughs> yeah, so if, if, if Ray Lewis came to Cleveland and said, I want 52, you're giving it up for the Rolex. So, so, so you, have, co- you know what? I would have given it up for a Pro Bowl seat. How about oh, yeah. that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> I'm going to go, go back to your cool athlete, right? Yeah, who's yours? Not a cool athlete here. Jordan is the coolest athlete. Oh, yeah, that's Jordan. Jordan that's cool now. He ain't paying for yeah, nothing, right? Yeah. Nothing, All right? right? And he'll walk, into the, he'll walk into the building. And the, the, the epitome of cool to come. You should see the people that gravitate towards this man. I know it's insane. This, it's un, it's yeah. insane. You know, Wherever right? he goes, yeah. it's insane. Steve, our executive producer, has a good one too. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, oh, Muhammad no, no, Ali. That's was, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, before that's nice. Yeah. I thought nice. he had the best personality. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Athlete. For Scariest sure. athlete yeah. ever. Albert Bell or Mike Tyson. Tyson. Oh, Tyson. 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 Okay. Tyson. Tyson by far. Tyson. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to quote. I thought Phil Taylor was pretty scary. Well, well I. Well, let's let's see what the internet is saying about this okay, stuff. Come on. Uh, uh, Warren Ash says King Griffey quit on the Mariners after he had to come back, get in his car, went home during the season. What a bozo! All right, guess we don't got no King Griffey that Jr. people. Just, wait, he called Ken Griffey a bozo? Yeah, King, King Griffey's a bozo. If you think Ken Griffey Jr. is a bozo, you're a bozo. Get out uh, of here. Let's that. see. <laughs> Mink Fair Fawcett for Joe uh, Joe Namath. I don't know what that really means. That, that that's how cool he was. Yeah, okay. He wore the mink coat. You can see him in that big fur coat. Joe yeah. Namath, it's a very famous picture. Yeah. Somebody says, can you imagine? Yeah, somebody says, can you? No, Mick dogs. Mick the dog says, can you imagine having a conversation with Cooper or Chubb? Crickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, True. We, got, we got to let Dequel go because we've kept him past his past his time. Yeah, it's all good, man. I'm, hey, I'm here. Peace out. Dequel, uh, we always love your takes. We love having you on. Uh, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thanks, The great Dequel Excellent. Jackson who can now scratch. Uh, yeah, there he goes. There he goes. There he goes. There he is. Happy yeah. hour somewhere, baby. Happy holidays, baby. Happy hour somewhere. Happy holidays, baby. It's happy hour at the Jackson <laughs> House right now. We're going to get some By the way, you can take Mike.
taking yeah, Mike yeah. off, uh, Mike, Mikey McNuggets off your uh, Christmas card list. He's yeah. no longer on it. It's still my boy. That was a terrible yeah. take. Yeah, that was that a terrible was take. That was pretty awful. So tell me, uh, you didn't play offense because you weren't good enough? Come on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that came out so wrong. I, must have, I, I can't wait to go back and watch the tape. Well. Yeah, it came out, it came out horrible. <laughs> and that was my guy. Hey, what I told you guys in the show, DeQuell watched the whole hour after the yeah. show last time. He's still on right now. He's actually listening. He'll so, watch. Mike has now insulted DeQuell and Eric Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah. Nice job. I'm, listen, if I have to be the bad guy in this show and ask the tough question, yeah. someone has to. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. No, Mikey, we love you. You know that. We have one thing that we'll go do final takes, but uh, Johnny Stanton played Dungeons and Dragons yesterday. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. Love it. We didn't get a ton of great video from it. It's tough to shoot Dungeons and Dragons because it's all imaginary. As Loved it this morning. But earlier, before we started, we actually went one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Stanton for 60 seconds on some non-football-related questions. And we've been joking about playing this for three weeks. Hey, Steve. Let's play 108 and react. All right, Johnny Chan. Hey, restaurant in Cleveland. Uh, banana Blossom in Ohio City. Best way to prepare a potato? Um, mashed. What superpower would you have? Flight. I take that back. Telekinesis. 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 Why? Oh, just be able to move something in my mind. It'd be the coolest thing. I'd be able to fly. I'd be able to pick up myself. Cake or pie? Cake. Dream dinner guest? Um, man, Jason Momoa. Oh, that's a good one. Favorite song at this moment? Sexy Villain by Remy. Can you sing a little bit for us? Sexy Villain. That's all. Queso or what? Queso. Oh, quack, sorry. Quack? Yes. Hot coffee, iced coffee. Hot coffee. Favorite city in the world that's not Cleveland? Um, Rancho Santa Margarita, California. Best fast food burger. In and out. That's the wrong answer. You know that's absolutely the right answer. Animal style and fries. Animal style. Oh, Sixty yeah. seconds with Johnny Stanton. That was good. That was great. No, you you can you get your uh, Christmas card back. You guys yeah. like In and Out Burger, by the way? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I like it's In and Out. It's overrated. Yeah. It's I went overrated. There, I went to California for the first time a couple of years ago. I had a great time. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Yep. But I went. I was so excited to try it. And I was like, eh, it's not yeah, good. very overrated. Yeah. I mean, it's good burger. But you, if you talk when you talk to people from California that have like lived on it yeah. and they talk to you about it before you have your first one, they make it sound like it, it changes burgers. I like know. they they're doing something to a burger no one else can do. Right, right. No fast food good. burger is changing my life. No, absolutely. And all I was saying, I like Swinson's Shake Shack before yeah, they Swinson's went big good. commercial when they were just yeah. a couple in New York City. Yeah was good. Unbelievable. But the best burgers to me are like places, independent places. Yes. A lot of, you know, especially yeah. Pop, yeah. We got so many. Uh, I love. Um, oh, 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 God, I can't think of the name of it. Rocky River on Old River Road. Fat, flip, flip side. Yeah, flip side. There's, There's like one in Chagrin Falls, too. Right? I Their love burgers flip side burgers. They're always perfect. They have one they put like jalapenos on, and the yeah. thing comes, it's like this big. You can barely fit it in your mouth. By, by the way, you need, you need to be subscribing to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show because me and Bull do have a blog out. We will, where yes. did we go last week? We went to Urban Gourmet, uh, uh, Gourmet Grill. Sorry. Gourmet did you Grill. Eat Gourmet we, we, ate, we both ate healthy. We will yeah. have that blog out tonight. Make yeah. sure you subscribe to it. I'm glad you mentioned that because we're doing the, uh, the weight loss challenge. Yeah. Right? And Tuesday is the way, and I'm really interested to see At what kind of holiday. discipline you guys have over yeah. the Memorial over the Day weekend. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you no, know there's going to be buns and burgers. I already got my meals planned out, not having any burgers. Well, we're having turkey burgers, but I'm having it with no bun, no cheese. He's in this now. L listen, I'm, uh, listen yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go uh, extreme vegetable diet. <laughs> I might go raw vegetable on bull. I ain't got no time. <laughs> we <laughs> had a great meal at Gourmet Guy in Rocky Mountain. We had a raw vegetable on holiday. We ordered, it was a bowl. He got rice, I got quinoa 
And then I had chicken and salmon, he had chicken, and then a bunch of vegetables. Um, man, I haven't uh, seen you in the gym all week. Hey, so. look, listen, you know, I, I, I got a gym over there at the place. <laughs> look, here's the thing. Hold on, hold on. My man Boo talking about quinoa, raw vegetables. Next thing he's talking about kale. I, I said, I said, oh, she's not going to have any ribs during the Sunday. <laughs> You know what? I don't even know who you guys are got anymore. To, got the ribs. You know, like quinoa. <laughs> okay, I love quinoa. He, he loves yeah. quinoa. But, but, but I might have to sequester myself. I go I home. Live a while. I, I go home sweet. for the holidays too. <laughs> Aunties and uncles over there. They got the grill out. Come on over. Here. You don't want one of them bones. Don't go to the store because you know I got pastries. Oh, oh, you go oh, family oh, gathering. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm going on Sunday. Big trouble Monday. Listen, I'm trying to keep him out of the store where the pastries are. So you know, this is this this is a funny pastries. You know, pastries are. Oh, my son would actually we got rained out my little league game, but my son couldn't play anyway because he had to leave school home sick. Oh, he really? Was sick, right? And he's like, he's like barely movable on the couch. Hadn't had anything to eat, and he goes to my wife. He goes, "Mommy, can I have some ice cream?" <laughs> <laughs> so of course they got him. I was like, "Wait till I leave before you get the ice cream." So they we, they got him ice cream. But you, you guys are both doing great. You Let's were go. down. 13 pounds, 13 you were pounds. down six and a half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I we're well a, on our way. I need a big number. I need a big. <laughs> yeah, you do. You, you need a bounce number. back number. Yeah, yeah, big you need number. a bounce yeah. back number. Six Easy. and a half is a lot of weight Listen, loss. Don't, I just did. Don't sleep. I on had six a ridiculous weight loss. You did. You had a good weight loss. Too. My, Mick, Mick Tinder's got something. What you got, Mick yeah. Tinder's, bro? I think my favorite part of having Dequell on is whenever he leaves the text after. So that's what I just got from Dequell. It's on brother, all caps. Good. <laughs> you better get in the gym now. He's gonna kick your ass. He is. He's coming. I can't. I can't literally. Yeah, he's, he's coming. I, listen, I can't either. So because there will it can be. happen. And our camera kit's coming in next week, so we'll have the full 4K camera. So if I lose or win, it'll be in extremely um, high definition. Let me make. Well, we this might have to make a wager. Yeah. Mike Polk has a complete wardrobe of referee gear. Oh yeah. So yes. he'll have a cool, you know, black white striped jersey. He'll have the the, the whole. NBA rep outfit so he can officiate the game just okay. to make it funny. Is it one on one or is it shooting? Oh, one on one would be point great. Oh, one oh, on one. We'll do both. The oh, Quell could just oh, crush him. One on, <laughs> hey, bro, you gonna get hurt? Like, <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't play one on one with the Quell. I'm, I'm game that's a mistake. Up to twenty one, we'll spot yeah. him ten. Oh my god, yeah, he's spot he might get hurt first. He's a division one. He's a division what two or three athlete? What you what you play basketball? The Quell outweighs him by. By like a hundred pounds. Yeah, I mean, listen. If the quote puts me in the post, I have no chance. Like I'll tell you right now. But if we play three dribbles or something like that, I got it. Mike's got teenager wow. strength. The quell's got Mike, man and Mike's strength. a good shooter too. Yeah. Who who y'all putting y'all Mike? I, I'll wager. I'm way stronger than y'all. Well, I'll wager. I, I think Mike would be like plus well, you're, you're you're in shape. Mike's plus two ten. Mike's plus two ten. So you got to lay money. I don't bet against the football player. We'll make it a good bet, bad bet that day. By the way, what are we gonna do? We're gonna break and then we're gonna break and do final takes so Bull can get out of here. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're back with final takes right after this. Man, Bull setting a line. I'll bet against the football players. Oh yeah. Now it's turned into arguments of best linemen of all time in the NFL. And that's always a good well, one. Too, I'll never forget. There ones. was one. I can't. I don't remember actually what year it was, but there was one year where Anthony Munoz went up against Bruce Smith, Reggie White, and Lawrence Taylor. And allowed no sacks. And gave him no sacks. Yeah, no, and those that. are three of the greatest pass rushers in the history. Technician. Yeah. He's a technician. Yeah, he, he was the size, best. footwork, speed. Yeah. Okay. Final take. Yeah. You're up. All right. Let me tell you something. We got another problem. Yesterday I'm talking about people with crazy hair. And I didn't even tell the guys what my uh, thing was going to be. We have another problem that happens here. Why is it when it rains, people don't know how to drive? 
What is going on oh. here? Like when it snows, I get it. All right, we, you know, snow, but ra- it rains all the time. So what is the problem? It's like people treat rain as if it's snow. They go to 30 miles an hour. If you're going to drive 30 miles an hour on the highway, please get to the right. Is there anything more annoying than the person who drives in the left lane going at the speed limit or below? You cannot be in the left lane unless you're willing to go a minimum of five and really 10 miles an hour over the speed. Let's let's be honest. Nobody drives the speed limit on the highway. No real driver drives the speed limit on the highway. So that's number one. You cannot drive too slow. And put your freaking phone down in the car too. When I see somebody with their, they're driving like this. (laughs) I mean, you can't be driving on the highway looking at your phone like that. Every day you see it. It makes me crazy. They're, They're swerving. I'm honking these idiots. One time, and then today, I got a little, I had like road rage today, all right? So I'm driving in, and I don't drive slow. Like when I'm on the highway, I'm cooking. But I was getting close to getting off the highway, so I go into the right lane. I'm still going above the speed limit. The speed limit was 60. It was on 90. I was still doing 70, but I, and in the right lane. And this person's driving up my tail. Up my tail. Now, I don't ever do that to anybody, even in the left lane when they're going too slow. But I'm doing 70 in the right lane, and this teenage girl, of course, it, it was a teenager period, doesn't necessarily have to be a girl. In this case, it was a girl. Good catch. She, because she, teenager, first of all, you, you should be 21 to get a driver's license. If you're 21 to, to, to get alcohol, you should be 21 to get a driver's license and 21 to have a gun at least. But this girl is driving, she's looking at her phone. I, she is like, it, it seems like six inches behind my tailgate. So I will admit that I got some road rage. And at that point, I put my foot on the brake. Yeah. And I was like willing to take the hit, which was really stupid and and irresponsible. And hopefully my wife and son are not watching this right now. But I did that and it was like she didn't even notice. And then I just pulled over. So stop driving like an idiot. I know today wasn't rain, but and I I morphed into what happened today. But people can't drive in the rain and it makes me nuts. Why why can't you drive in the rain? I know it is baffling. G Bush. Uh, Listen, man, we talk about all kind of negative stuff and Sometimes we get into the sports and we get into the Browns and people talk about the, the suspensions and all that good stuff when he trade Baker. But I just want to give people a little confidence and to give them a little a little pick me up. Listen, all that stuff is cool. But when these dudes get to rolling at the first part of the season, the Cleveland Browns are going to be dangerous. Listen what I'm saying, dangerous. Deshaun Watson is out here. Everybody that go out there that have been covering the team for years from all your top reporters, Mary Kay and all everybody who got a pen and paper saying it's levels to this thing. Deshaun Watson is showing that Nick Chubb is out here looking great. Kareem Hunt. I'm sorry. I did say you might be on the chopping block. You know, you know, you know, I was just lying to myself. He's looking great. And Amari Cooper, by the way, don't don't let my previous comments about Odell Beckham Jr mess up something. Amari Cooper is a bona fide playmaker. He's going to have over 1100 yards and Joku going to get touches. The Cleveland Browns will have the funnest year of your lives this year. Oh, market. It's going to be the funnest year. You're going to watch Browns games and you're going to call old people that you never talked to high school people because you're so happy after the game. Yeah, Chuck, man, you see them doggone Browns? Man, I tell you what, man, that Deshaun Watson, and you got to say his name right, that Deshaun Watson, boy, I tell you, boy. Yeah, boy, he put through up 5,500 yards, man. We, oh, hey, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Look, oh, uh, uh, sorry, Chuck, I got to go. But uh, I'm telling you, um, we going to be dangerous. Clip that, McTenders. 
Oh, it will be. Clip that. Oh, that's Funnest funny. year of your life as a Browns Funnest fan. Funnest year of your life. You're going to have a blast. Brad Sellers. Him and them phones. I so love here. it. <laughs> Dijon. Right, My final take is this. You know, and I, uh, bravo to Steve Kerr, right? Because Steve Kerr reminded us that sometimes you don't get to sit things out in here. From my family to the families and and our families from our, to the families in in Texas, um, our prayers are with you. But I will tell you this, you know, Steve Kerr reminded us that we have an obligation out here sometimes to handle tough tough questions and come up with solutions when they're not always the most popular to have, right? And I want to commend Steve Kerr for putting it out there because here. The tragedy that happened in San Antonio, we have an obligation and we have an opportunity at the same time to resolve some of the issues, right? Although they may be unpopular to be discussed, some things need to be discussed and we have to be reminded of this. And the people that sit in positions sometimes, you have an obligation as a person who has taken on responsibility and an oath to deliver to this country at times, right? No matter how unpopular it may be, how much smoke may come your way, right? I can only imagine what the final moments of those kids' lives were like in San and in Uvalde, Texas. I can only imagine. And with that, that was blazed in my brain. There's an obligation that has to be undertook. And, and I want to commend Steve for reminding some people of what their obligations are to this country. Well said, my friend. Mine's sort of along that vein. Uh, we're getting ready to go into uh, Memorial Day weekend, and that's typically the beginning of summer. It's the unofficial beginning of summer, and G. Bush, you said you're going to a family picnic this weekend. A lot of people will, and I just want to take a brief second to remind everybody that life is short. It's fleeting, and tomorrow is not guaranteed. One of the teachers that was shot and killed in Texas as her husband was making arrangements for a funeral, he had a heart attack and died. They have four kids. Tuesday, those four kids woke up and their life was perfectly normal. Not in their wildest nightmare could they ever imagine that just three days later they'd wake up without parents. So hug your kids, hug them a little extra tightly this weekend. Kiss them, tell them you love them. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Live every day like it's your last, and I promise you, you'll have no regrets when it's time to leave. Have a great weekend, guys. I hope you do. Too. Everybody you enjoy too. the holiday. Yes. Have a great weekend. Have, have a great weekend. Happy holiday. Enjoy your families. Mikey, Anthony, Stevie behind the glass. You guys enjoy your families. Everybody out there, have a great weekend. Be safe. We're back on Tuesday. We're off Monday for the holiday weekend. But Tuesday, Serena Win Winters of the Cavs is going to join us. She's now a regular. So is Aditi Kinkabwala. Did I get that right? Kinkabwala. Kinkabwala. We're thrilled she's going to be here every Tuesday and Thursday. And we're going to ask this question. Browns, number one defense. Did you hear Greg Newsom's comment? I if did hear did Greg it. Newsom's comment. It's a little lofty. We're going to try to put it into perspective and find out exactly where this defense will fit in to the NFL structure. They're going to be good. Although they're going to be the number one defense. If they're the number one defense, what you said earlier is 100% true. It's yeah. going to be the most fun season we've ever had as Browns fans. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for spending time with us. Enjoy your family. We'll see you on Tuesday.